Today's episode is brought to you by Airbnb. You might already have an Airbnb and it might be worth more than you think. Visit airbnb.com.au slash host to find out more. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, Bestie. You know what? I don't have time for. Oh my god, I love this podcast so much, you guys. Hang on. 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 Ready for the weekend, mm-hmm. laughing off the chaos of Monday to Thursday. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, and I'm feeling great. But what? We might have a DL revs. Who's not feeling so great? <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> That was seamless. You liked what I did there? I liked it, babe. I liked it. Well, I think we might have a particularly juicy dilemma. Oh. Mm. It feels like you know what it is. (laughs) I may know what it is. (laughs) I don't. I don't, actually. I've got no idea. (laughs) All right. Let's see who's called the hotline today. Hi, besties. I am just coming to you with a dilemma um, as a boy mum. I know that you both have a son each and I just don't understand why mothers of boys seem to get so much shade. Um, I've had a pregnant co-worker basically say to me that she really doesn't want a boy and that's totally fine. I know people um, have particular ideas about what gender they want. Uh, No judgment there. But then she proceeded to tell me um, later that, you know, she loves my son but really doesn't want a boy um, because boys are disgusting and blah, 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 all the different things. And then I've also had a friend who's also a listener of the podcast tell me that um, she's so happy she doesn't have a boy um, for various reasons like baby boners and shit going everywhere and all sorts of things. But I just don't understand why people feel the need to shade boy mums about the fact that they've made a boy i am not on the reverse saying wow i'm so happy i didn't have a girl in my case i'm really happy that i have a son he's two i love him i really really wanted a son um and yeah i just feel like there's no need to shade mothers of boys i feel like we really do carry it a lot more than mothers of girls Mm. i don't know why um but i just feel like there's no need to pass judgment on it it's fine if you wanted a particular gender um but just the comments of going out of their way to say i'm so glad i don't have a boy i mean what do you expect people who do have boys uh to say or to feel um we have different experiences and i just feel like we need to embrace them and i just don't have time for people's shade oh this is a juicy one and so so real revzy i have so many thoughts same now if we have any new dls dear listeners who have chanced upon this podcast i just want to quickly lay out if you're not an og Mm. that i have a daughter and a son and i didn't have a particular gender preference but I knew somewhere in the combination of my children I hoped for a girl Mm -hmm. and then we have Revzi who also has a daughter followed by a son Mm -hmm. but she experienced 
gender disappointment yep. while she was pregnant with her son because she really hoped for another girl and you had it took time for you mm-hmm. to wrap your head around that and even when your son Teddy was born it was a bit of a slow burn to adjust to being a boy mum yes so it's interesting isn't it because mm-hmm. we are just two people yeah who still had favorable leanings towards girls Mm -hmm. and I know Revs you've said in the past that you thought you wanted two girls because you came from sisters Mm -hmm. your mum came from sisters you have a female energy strong family so the idea of a boy suddenly felt really alien and foreign but I come from a family with a whole mix Mm. and I have a brother instead of a sister but I think my inclinations towards having a daughter not only stemmed from the fact that I have an amazing relationship with my mum and Mm. I think I want to replicate that but also there is a degree of being female it's what you know yeah totally so girls know girls so the idea of having a daughter I think sits more comfortably than the discomfort of having a son and worrying about well can I relate to them well and also let's be real Mm -hmm. it's narcissistic whether we want to admit it or not we all think when we have a baby they're going to be a little pocket version of us Mm -hmm. and that's conscious or unconscious whatever we think like oh they're going to be a little version of me and my husband or partner or whatever shape your family's in they're going to be like a mini version of all the best parts of us and you quickly learn their own fucking people they'll do their own things they're going to have their own lives and all of that is a little bit you know short that you can see bits of yourself in them but they're their own thing just like you if you reverse it are not just a mini version of your mum or a mini version of your mum and dad but yeah I think it's what we know and I think there is a romanticized relationship between mother and daughter mm-hmm. as a reformed boy mum yeah okay Gem and I privately off the mic talk about this all the time and we've never really found the language to talk about the difference in the relationship between mother-daughter and mother-son because we don't want to alienate anyone we don't want to make people feel like they're missing out if they don't have this combo we feel very lucky with the combinations that we have I know I would have struggled if I hadn't had a daughter or would I have do you know what I mean like I don't think I think that, like I always think, oh, I always wanted a daughter in the mix as well. But why? Well, what I find really interesting is, honestly, I have a handful of friends, so more than just a few, who have exclusively boys Mm -hmm. and yearn for for a daughter. daughter. Or like one of my friends had to work with a psychologist Mm. around the disappointment and how to handle it. Yeah, because it was really big for her to have two boys knowing that she didn't want any more children and she worked through those feelings beautifully and now she loves, always has, of Mm. course, her boys and can't imagine it any differently. But I think there's a pang in her heart that's Mm. like, oh, a girl. Like I think she sees mothers with daughters and feels that pang. And I guess people are men this all the time like oh do you want a son and how many girl dads do you know who are like love it I love my girl gang like and they don't feel that need or some of them do like it's very personal it's so personal but Revzy I haven't got a handful of friends who have all girls Mm. yearning for a son. Right, okay. And I know I'm grossly generalizing here, but that is the experience of my world of friends. And I think it's very telling. And I think you can expand that to the greater population. The thing I think our DL is saying is like, why say to a boy mum, oh, I hope I don't have all boys. Like it's like the worst thing you could possibly get. Like that's the hard, that's the thing that's just dickhead behavior. It it is bullshit. But do you know what? Like in defense of boys, Mm. her coworker who makes these 
comments, and I have seen this mm. a number of times, mm-hmm. Revzy, that when people are pregnant and they make broad statements yeah. about how they hope it's not a boy <laughs> and they don't want a boy, and no offense to you, I love your son. But, but they're just I, all about their I, own pregnancy. Yes, yeah. That when they do have a boy, uh-huh. they are covered in guilt. <laughs> and I've seen it. They love their son's harder yeah and then they become an advocate <laughs> for little boys and become a hardcore flag waving boy mom yeah and they're like boys are beautiful they love their mums they're cuddly they and they really push this narrative of how special and unique a relationship is between a mother and son mm. now Revzi, you and i are in a semi-privileged position where we have experienced both and yep. i know there are going to be some boy mums who don't have daughters who say you guys don't get it yep. and it is different it is different and we yep. totally Totally respect it that. really is especially having older girls because full boy families is a completely different dynamic to a boy with an older sister mm-hmm. it's like he came into her world Hanji in P. a lot of ways yes. not everyone not everyone obviously we're talking broadly yes <laughs> we can't we get are. every combo right but yeah I think personally being reformed in what I mean by that is I didn't want a boy had no interest wanted girls 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 sisters just a massive feminist girl gang rocking around you know I am so grateful for my my son Mm. and the very specific very different kind of love that I have with him it is different it is different and as you said it is hard to get language yeah around this and articulate why it is different but also without well we can do it off the mic candidly with each other because we both have do you know what I mean but it's like it is hard because so Mia Friedman wrote this thing about having a son is like the longest breakup you'll ever experience and Abby Chatfield picked it up and was like can we talk about this? I'm not a parent yet, but why? This is gross. Yeah. She like, saw it from a real Oedipal complex Yeah, she was like, this is why we've got people have got weird mother-in-laws who won't let go of their sons and blah, blah, blah. And like, I, I totally get all the perspectives on this. Yes, from an academic point, it's a bit gross. But I want to marry my son a little bit. Just a little bit. You yeah. know, it's romantic. It, it is. is. It's not like the love I have with my daughter. It's not bigger. It's not smaller. It's not better, worse, or any of the things, but it's different. different. Yeah. Of course, I don't really want to marry him. I feel like I have to <laughs> say that. But like the love that me and Teddy have is very romantic. And I mean that in like a... In a playful way. In a playful way. Yeah. Like I'm his queen and he's my little prince. Now, do I fight that all the time? Yes. I'm not going to bring up a little prince who can't do his laundry and look after himself. That's I'm bringing up a feminist dedicated to that, as are you. Yeah. But the love the tone of the love is really different he's very tactile with me he's very snuggly he looks at me in a love way whereas my daughter adores me we obviously have a a different brand of love but it's more of a like hey girl respect you know you're my bestie you're my bestie but also I'm my own person whereas Teddy would crawl back in the womb if he could Iggy is very very similar yeah he cups my face with his hands and literally he's the heart eye emoji looking at me and he would Honestly, rather die than disappoint me or let me down. Yeah. It's such a different energy. Yeah. But back to our DL. Yeah. I think it would be hard fending off those kinds of comments all the time and to not let them wound your heart yeah. a little yeah. bit and to feel extremely defensive. I would too. And, and to be honest, as a mixed gendered mum, I get defensive when people make comments about 
I don't want a son or I don't want boys or I hope I only get girls because I think, oh my God, you have no idea what you're potentially missing out on. And also we know now. Yeah, we know so much It's not the whole of them. Nothing's a guarantee. You know, like their birth gender and their gender may be different. Like there's so many facets into what goes into making a person. Like if I think about, I've got a few mates now with three boys thinking about my mate Meigs right now her three boys are so different she's yeah. got three sons and all of them are a completely different mother child experience my friend Rosie has three boys again really really different now I think as a family there's a completely different dynamic because it's testosterone driven and it's playful and they're physical and you know it's that kind of thing and sure there might be more laundry or whatever basic thing someone throws out there like you know people always say oh boys oh teenage years will be gross it's like Girls are fucking gross too. Oh, they sure are. Fake <laughs> tan everywhere, fucking ruining your towels. You know, I used to pluck my underarm hairs and that's leave the them one. on the sink. Oh, used to drive you my mum. plucked mom. underarm hairs? Yeah. That's diabolical. It, yeah, drove my mum crazy. Girls are just as gross. They're just as hard in their own fucking highly strong way. Again, we're speaking so broadly, but like, I think what I've learned about comments blanket comments in parenthood especially from people who are pregnant or haven't had kids yet to someone with kids the comment is always about the person making the comment it's never about the person receiving the comment never it's absolute projection always like when someone goes oh that's a big baby it's probably because they had a tiny baby that they were worried about that wasn't hitting their milestones if they say to you like oh she's not shy is she and you like take that as a judgment that she's too much or whatever it's probably because they had a really timid kid yeah it's so you scratch the surface behind those comments and it is so often projection so i think you just need a sentence that you can clap back with which is like I love being a boy mum it's been really nourishing for me or something like that that ends the convo I don't know for me (laughs) I feel like I want to be a little bit petty like I want to say ouch thanks (laughs) you know yeah in response to a comment about boys oh yeah like call it out like oh ow that stings yeah yeah Yeah. boys are lovely yeah so that they check themselves and go Oh no, yeah, no, they are because it's it's actually not cool no, it's to not make cool. those kinds of comments. Sweeping it's, broad comment. It's too. really lacking self awareness. Yeah. I think though, if I can have a moment for the one who doesn't want a boy, as someone who openly said, I don't want boys, <laughs> it was an overwhelm situation. I was like, I don't know what to do with a boy. Like I didn't grow up with a brother. I had one boy cousin and like 30 million female cousins it did feel alien I was like how do you like clean them and how do you talk to them and what do they like to do and do I have to play trucks and all those really basic cliched gender things which as soon as you have them you realize you're just getting to know a little person like any other little person they all have unique needs and dreams and desires yeah and personality traits exactly not to make this really basic but never did I think my son would be into costume design and we'd be doing that together and my daughter would be hard into soccer you know that's a really really basic breakdown of who they are but I have loved the experience of both my children for such unique and different ways that has nothing to do with their gender I do think how DL is right when she says that boy mums shoulder it yeah, a lot more they do. than girl mums. Yeah. And, and I think girl mums who are listening to this might be nodding along mm. and saying, yeah, that's fair. Like yeah. I don't often deal with comments of people going, oh, hope I don't have a girl. But do girl dads shoulder it? 
Like, do they get the like, mate, do you want a son? No, I think they do. Do they? I definitely think that there is an expectation that they would want a son mm. to do manly things like fishing and surfing and golf. and Pass all. down the manly it, line. Once again, projection yeah. and a comment where when you scratch the surface, it runs yeah. deeper. Well, I think it's interesting you said you have such a good relationship with your mum because I think that does come into play as well. Mm. Like the relationship you have with your father or mother can totally come color what your gender preference is i've got a girlfriend who has very strained relationship with her mom didn't want girls yeah was like don't want it don't want to do that i just want boys and i want to have my own experience and i i I get it again it's all very personal and it's informed by these little not little big interesting ways that we don't we're not aware of when we make a stupid comment like i hope i don't have a boy you know it comes from somewhere else yeah so if anything i would look at the commentator and just feel you got a lot going on in there, yeah. you know? Bit of passag pity. Yeah. That'll help you get through that. Yeah. Yeah. Rather yeah. than carrying their shit. Yeah, You totally. know, Rebs and I, bit, bit of therapy talk. Oh, yeah. But something it. that we always talk about off mic is any sort of comments from a person. You can picture that comment as a ball hmm. and they hand you the ball. So say the comment is, I hope I don't have any boys. And they hand you the ball comment and you can choose whether to... Take that comment ball out of their hand and hold it or not. Keep your arms by your side. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we always say. Keep your arms by your side. You don't have to deal with that. Don't have to take that ball. No, you don't. Yeah. You gotta keep your space safe. Yeah. And every boy mum I know loves the shit out of their boys. 100%. And you just also sit in the confidence of knowing what you have with your family. Totally. Hmm. Heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Oh, I love this topic. It's so tricky and complicated and messy. Tangled. It is very tangled. Especially for us millennial parents trying like one foot in the old school gender cliches and one foot in the modern world trying to understand the fluidity of gender. It's a really interesting space for us. While also accepting the anatomy and what kids are born with, but being completely open-minded to what they will grow up to be. Exactly. And I do think we all need to develop a bit more self-awareness of when we're projecting like revs and i call each other out on our shit all the time when it's like a little bit of projection onto your child you're talking about you there exactly (laughs) well happy friday Friday. we certainly got rid of our giggle mood (laughs) we sure did but you know what we needed we needed to get the giggles out it's a bit of sobering chat have a wonderful weekend we love you guys and this weekend we have a really exciting dnm episode speaking of love yes we're looking at the love languages. Yeah, we're free diving deep yeah, we into are. the world of love languages. We're like love a quiz. We love to diagnose ourselves with like, yep. oh, I'm an Enneagram 7 and I my love language is gifts and I'm a, a the Gretchen Rubin rebel and, you know, or what do you do with all this info? Well, speaking of narcissism, <laughs> <laughs> once we've determined our personality types or those who are in our orbit Mm -hmm. as featuring loved ones, whether it's a relationship with your partner or a relationship with your bestie or relationship with your child or Or mother-in-law or parent. Yeah. Yeah. What do we then do with that knowledge? Yeah. How do we implement it into our lives to make everybody happy? Because we're women. We like to make everybody happy. So come and join us for a DNM episode this Sunday. And if not, we will be back in your ears bright and early on Tuesday morning. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Revzy, mm. there is a lot of chat amongst the DLs about travel hacks for this year. There is. Mm. Everyone's trying to work out when to take leave, how to fit everything into the family budget. Well, I know that a lot of DLs are thinking about using their home as an Airbnb to help fund some travel this year. And I was remembering the time that I used to do that. That's right. When you lived in the States, you did that. I did. I used to Airbnb my apartment when I went to visit Hubs, who mm. lived in another city at the time, and it went towards paying for my trip. Smart. Well, it is smart. Rather than just leaving my place to sit there empty, I put it on Airbnb and earned some extra cash. While traveling. Exactly. While traveling. DLs, you may already have an Airbnb and your home might actually be worth more than you think. Find out more about becoming an Airbnb host at airbnb.com.au slash host. Such a smart idea.